Welcome to Chalk Bucket Radio. In today's episode, we're going to discuss goal setting and habit forming and what the difference is between those two things and how they complement one another to help you achieve your goals. Chalk Bucket Radio. Welcome to Chop Bucket Radio. Your host is my dad. How's everybody doing today? Um, in today's episode, as I said in the intro, we're going to talk about um, goal setting and habits. And one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this is I just feel like there's a lot of, maybe, I don't know if confusion is the right word, but there's just a lot of... Um, unknowns when it comes to goal setting and people just kind of feeling lost and not sure what they're um, supposed to be doing and how to really work towards goals. And so um, what I wanted to start with today is just talking about the difference between habits and goals. And so um, habits are, or sorry, goals are something that we always, you know, set out to try to achieve. It's Um, Okay, sorry, I lost my note card. Here it is. Uh, A goal is an object of a person's ambition or effort, an aim or desired result. Where So that's a goal. Now, a habit is a routine or behavior that is repeated regularly and tends to occur subconsciously. Another definition I found was a a regular tendency or practice, especially one that's hard to give up. And so what I wanted to do is kind of separate out um, this idea of setting goals and um, look more at forming habits. And the reason I think that's important is because goals are outputs where habits are inputs. And so when you talk about goal setting, um, for example, somebody may say, I want to lose 10 pounds. And so they think about losing 10 pounds the whole time as opposed to setting up small habits or uh, milestones along the way to try to achieve 10, losing 10 pounds. Um, I'll talk about that a little bit more here in a minute, um, but just want to kind of lay the foundation um, for habits and goals. And so um, when we talk about uh, wanting to improve, everybody discusses goals. Um, And that's a very common thing. And People are constantly talking um, at the gym and asking me about how can I set goals? I want to set goals. And that conversation is not as simple as like, okay, you should want to get two pull-ups and then be able to run a mile without stopping um, or whatever. Those are just made up examples. But um, excuse me, whenever uh, people want to talk about goals, they want to, they do think about 
what they want to achieve, but really they need to start asking themselves, what do I need to get there? Um, Scott Adams has a really good quote. If you want to be successful, find out what the price is, then pay it. And I think that where we can really make some um, big strides in achieving what we want is focusing on habits instead of focusing on goals. And so whenever you focus on um, a goal, you focus on the output. Your only concern is losing 10 pounds. And so every day you wake up, you get on the scale, you weigh yourself, and you're not down 10 pounds. And so that then begins to drive everything you do that day. Um, When we focus on habits, we put the focus on inputs. So instead of jumping on the scale and weighing ourselves and thinking, oh, I'm not there, we begin looking at the things that we're doing on a daily basis that are working us towards that goal of losing 10 pounds. Inputs lead to outputs. So habits lead to goals, but outputs don't lead to inputs. And so um, you, you have habits that help create goals, but you don't, it doesn't really work the other way where your goals create your habits. It's usually the other way around. And so I want to walk us through ways to begin to identify goals and then identify ways to create habits for that. And so the first thing you'd want to do is write down a goal. Um, it's as simple as that. So writing down an actual goal, and we're just going to stick with, um, losing weight, but there's a million different goals you can have. You can just want to be a better spouse or parent. You could want to get in shape. You could want to stop smoking or drinking. You could eat better or eat healthier or work out more frequently. But those are results of actions, which are inputs, which are also habits. And so how can we find a result that we want and then then create habits to get us there? So I have five steps here um, for you to find ways to form new habits, which will help you achieve goals. Step number one, as I said, is just write down the desired outcome. What is the result that you want? What is the goal that you're looking for? So we're going to lose 10 pounds. That's going to be our goal. That's just, um, you know, common thing that we, we meaning me, um, and other people in the health and fitness world always hear is I want to lose 10 pounds. Um, After you write down losing 10 pounds, I want you to write down five to 10 actions that will lead to that outcome or that goal. Now, not five to 10 things you think you need to do or five to 10 things you saw on an Instagram or Facebook post, but what are five things or changes or um, actions that you need to take in your life to get you towards that goal? So here are some examples for someone that wants to lose weight. Number one would be eating more meals at the house. Okay. So you're going to eat out less. Um, you could even be more specific in that I need to eat at the house out of the 21 meals a week. I need to eat say 17 meals at home. Another step would be, I need to eat three times a day. Another step could be, I need to eat breakfast. Another one could be I need to quit drinking soda or sugary drinks. Um, I need to work out four times a week for at least 30 minutes. Um, I need to cut out processed foods. I need to increase my fruits and vegetables every meal. 
Um, so as you begin to write these things down, they're going to be, I gave you a bunch of broad things. Now, as we go back and look at these broad statements, we want to narrow them down. So one of the last things I said was I need to increase my fruits and vegetables at each meal. So then you would say, I need to eat one cup of fruits or vegetables at each meal. And right now we're clarifying that um, habit. Um, I need to eat 17 meals at home um, was another one that I gave. Uh, clarify that. I need to not eat out breakfast every day or um, even more specific to that, I need to prepare all my breakfast and all my lunch or all my lunches and all my dinners for the week. Um, so you want to take each of these actions that you know will lead to the outcome and make them very specific. Step number three is you're going to prioritize the actions or the new habits from easiest to hardest. And so um, maybe for you exercising four days a week for 30 minutes is a really challenging task and would feel very overwhelming. What I would do is I'd place that down the list, but then find something that's really easy. Maybe you're like, you know what? I can eat a cup of fruits and veggies at every meal. So I'm going to put that number one. And so that would become the first habit that you would want to form is that subconsciously going back to that definition that it is a routine or behavior that is repeated regularly and tends to occur subconsciously or the practice or tendency, especially one that's hard to give up. So like now you're eating vegetables or fruit, one cup per meal. So that would be number one. Then you'd find like your second easiest one to do. And then your third, your fourth, and leave that really, really hard one at the bottom. Now, the reason I say leave the hard one at the bottom and take care of the easy one first is the idea of momentum. Once you begin obtaining new habits and working yourself towards your goals, you will find that creating newer habits are easier. Um, the amount of effort it takes to begin a new task or a new habit is very high. It takes a lot of energy, a lot of emotions, a lot of thought. But then whenever we um, create one or two new habits, it's a little bit of the snowball effect. It becomes easier and easier to work on the next one. So we want to prioritize those from uh, easiest to hardest. Next, you want to place them in what I call a habit stacker sheet. Um, what I will do is uh, I'm going to try my best in the show notes to link this. If not, um, then I will have it maybe linked in the link um, here on the Facebook page. But um, a habit stacker is a sheet that I create for a lot of my clients that I work with on a nutritional basis. And what we do is we list five to six things that they need to track. And it's the same thing. We, we kind of go hard or easy, medium, and hard, and then some in-betweeners. And these are our new habits or actions that we're trying to create that are going to lead to our goals. Now, with this habit stacker, what I have my... Um, clients do is they either with a pen or with stickers, they begin to put a mark or a sticker in each block for every day that they perform the habit. And so then over time, the goal would be to fill that sheet up with either check marks or X's or squiggles or whatever, fill in the blanks or the boxes for the new habits. 
Um, what's really cool is whenever we, you know, I have a, a client that actually does this and is committed and they start seeing this habit stacker fill up. Well, all of a sudden they start seeing that they're really doing some work and they're working towards their goals. Now, um, in doing so, this is going to give you a tangible, visual, tactile thing that you will look at every day to judge whether or not, as um, Scott Allen or Adams said, are you paying the price or, um, yeah, are you paying the price to be successful? <clears throat> Once again, his quote was, if you want to be successful, find out what the price is, then pay it. And so this habit stacker allows you to visualize and then have a tactile, like you're able to touch it and write on it to um, help keep you going and help motivate you. Um, so I find that habit stacker to be very, very useful um, as far as just helping you see the progress that you're making. Now, um, as you work through this, you begin with one habit a week or you can begin with multiple habits depending on the level of difficulty. What I would not try to do is look at all five to 10 of the habits that you listed and then try to start doing them all in week one. Once again, we want to start with a few easy ones and let those build, let those build up to the more difficult or challenging ones. Um, now, ideally, if we chose the right, the right actions, we chose the right habits that we need to work on, really quickly, we will start seeing a, a bit of progress. Now, when it comes to losing 10 pounds, there's a lot of factors. So um, that may or may not occur immediately. But usually, if we're all of a sudden doing some food prep, or if we're all of a sudden um, eating at home instead of eating out and eliminating processed foods and making better drink decisions, then all of a sudden we're going to feel better. And then you start feeling better. And then you know, it's a little easier to go and exercise. You have more self-confidence and then it just builds and builds and builds. And we start working towards our goal. Whenever I work with clients that really struggle with utilizing a habit tracker, um, I notice that they have a lot of um, issues um, trying to see success or see their goals obtained. Um, what I see a lot of is um, disappointment, frustration, um, and that's because they aren't really, more than anything, tracking the things that they need to do, i.e. the habits, to get to the goals and the results that they want. Um, I don't have my own individual statistics. I just have what I know to be true. And the people that are most successful when it comes to achieving goals are the ones that write them down. They write out a game plan for them and they utilize that game plan and let the game plan be the measurement of whether or not they're successful and not just their own emotions and feelings. I would say that on a regular basis, we give ourselves way more credit than we should for things that we don't do and for things that we do also do. I almost said do-do. I tried to avoid that, but I just said it. So what I mean by that is we will give ourselves credit for losing 10 pounds, but we'll also give ourselves credit for gaining 10 pounds when it could be us, but it could also be a variety of different factors. And so what we need to give credit to is the process. We need to give credit to the accountability. We need to give credit to the small things that we did to get the result. 
um, did you gain 10 pounds just because you um, ate one piece of pizza? No, you probably gained 10 pounds because slowly over the last six months, you quit, your activity level dropped, you started drinking more, or you started eating snacks, or whatever it may be. There's probably several factors that led to that. It didn't just happen overnight, and it's not your fault. Just as losing 10 pounds doesn't happen overnight, it is cutting out a sugary drink every day. It's removing Diet Coke. It's not having dessert at every meal. It's prepping your food. It's eating healthier whole foods and avoiding processed foods. It's going to bed earlier, which all then make you happier and make you probably, or not probably, it makes you more prone to exercise. Now you're exercising five or six days a week, and it used to be two, and now you're down 10 pounds. So it's a snowball effect, and the snowball effect is what I want to help y'all create with the Habit Stacker. So in closing, I want us to begin to focus less on the goals and more on the habits. What are the small steps that we can take to get us to the end result? That's going to be your key to success and your key to obtaining the goals that you want. As we wrap up the year 2019, I want us to begin to get some of our habits in line so that when January 1st, 2020 gets here, we're not searching around trying to figure out what the heck just happened. I thought I had a really good 2019. I want you to open 2020 excited, pumped, and celebrating the fact that you finished 2019 on a roll, and 2020 is just going to be even better because you're not starting over from scratch in January. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, uh, please leave them in the comments. I hope you have a wonderful day, and take care.